Lovers and friends. Welcome back, guys. It's episode four. Episode four. What's up? What's up, everybody? Yes, we're back. So let's get into this. It's a rainy. Well, we're recording this on a Sunday. It's a rainy Sunday. Um, let's get into this podcast. Okay, so what did we talk about? Because I saw a post. This is probably like a week ago now. Well, wait, but... let's introduce ourselves. Oh, yeah. Duh. Duh. I'm Lita Rose. And I'm Junie Mars. Yeah. And this is the Lovers and Friends podcast. Okay. We call it Lovers and Friends because we are lovers and friends. Yes. We are a couple and we have awesome conversations and we thought to ourselves, why not share our conversations with you, our listeners, because we feel like there would be a lot of benefit to it. And we want to always have a conversation going with you guys. So leave a comment, you know, write to us, let us know if you want us to talk about a topic. We are here for you. And also a disclaimer, guys, um, I am... You know, it's my moon cycle time. So if you hear me fading in and out, <laughs> do not judge me. Both of our moon cycles. I'm like, we are slightly off. So don't judge us. Don't be judgmental. We're Just not bear high. with us. We're not high. We must be in and out. But we are here. <laughs> but yeah, so like I was saying, um, like last week I saw a post from Amber Rose. I love her. And she was just pretty much saying like, you know, <laughs> bless you. Excuse me. Identifying as androgynous and pansexual but let's first talk about um androgynous so amber rose says she identifies yeah. as androgynous mm-hmm. and i can see that that's interesting why i don't know if like i identify as androgynous right so i don't know i don't know if i would look at amber rose and automatically associate her as oh she's androgynous why not like I would. Why would you associate with Because her haircut, for one, like when she, like. Because she has know, a short haircut? When she, not because she has a short haircut, but her short haircut makes her look not. She's the, she doesn't look as, like, super femme. It, her clothes and her makeup make her look fem, feminine. But, like, her haircut low. And sometimes when she, like, when you see a post when she's, like, not in her makeup and when she's, like, in her sweats and, like, a sweater and, like, a cap uh, you know she's doing interviews and she's like very chill and she's not like you know sometimes she have her days when she's like very chill and she's wearing like men clothes yeah she looked like she could be like a dom she's like she could be a tomboy when i do see pictures of her outside of her glam look yeah i do can see like okay she's a little tomboy style with her i can see her being a little androgynous and i think you know i can see i see that i can see that a little bit it's just she's not necessarily it's like a masculine like androgynous look no i don't think it's a certain like you have to be a certain look i don't think i think androgynous comes in different ways well how would you define being androgynous or androgyny what does it mean to you because you also identify as androgynous right yeah um i mean we all like not we all know because not everybody know but androgynous more of some people look at it as how they look they could look like some girls can look masculine if like they're bone structures is like like a certain way or like their jawline is very strong or their shoulders or whatever that make them like oh is that a girl that's a guy 
And then some guys, they have long hair and have a softer face or, you know, just look very feminine in how they present themselves. So that's one way. And sometimes some people can say maybe how they dress can make them look androgynous or feel androgynous. Um, so it just varies. But I just think for me overall, it's more of playing with masculine and feminine energy and also looks. So yeah. For me, I identify with femme androgyny because I'm not like super feminine. I'm definitely not super masculine. And the way I play with my androgyny, I still wear like, I like makeup in the sense of like lipstick and mascara and eyeliner and stuff like that. I like doing those things. I love lipstick. But um, certain, like if I get a certain haircut or a certain style or maybe like my clothes, it's not super tight. Like, sometimes like I have it super tight. Sometimes I want to be a little bit more comfortable, but it's not necessarily um, in the men's department or, you know, super baggy or anything. It's just how I put it together that wouldn't be, like, from a super feminine, like, girly girl look. Right. Like, I'm not um, into, like, dresses or skirts heavy. Like, I have a couple, like, only maybe two or three, but... I'm not into it heavy. I'm more like wearing pants and trousers. Well, mainly trousers. So it's like how I play with the clothes she's there. she's bougie. Whatever. <laughs> um, trousers and turtlenecks. And I like, you know, when it comes to like, I wear glasses. I mean, I see it on my Instagram, but I wear glasses. I wear reading glasses. And not the one that I have now, but the one before, I usually like unisex glasses. I'm just drawn to things that's more unisex versus... I think that's what it is. I'm not really drawn to, like, masculine or feminine, but it's just more if it's, like, a unisex-looking mm. outfit. I like that. So that's how I would look at it. So I can see if she feels like she's androgynous. Like, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, like, her. there's nobody who can, like, me... I'm, I cannot tell anyone else, like, oh, you're androgynous and I'm not, or what, you know, other yeah. way around. But it's, like... It's really up to you. It's how you mm-hmm. feel comfortable identifying. Any terms that we choose to claim are terms that we feel suit us as people, right? Yeah. And I mean, I think what happens sometimes is people place terms onto you yeah. because of their assumptions about you and you internalize that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, oh, and by the way, if you want to see more about Lita Rose's style, we actually collaborated yeah. and did uh, a video photo shoot mm-hmm. um, that's on both of our pages, yeah. both of our Instagram pages. So you can yeah. check out both of our Instagrams. Mine is at Junie Mars, Junie.Mars, and yours is at Lita Rose, Rose Official. official yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So you can check those out and, and learn more about what feminine androgyny means to Lita Rose yeah. and, and just... Just look at that collaboration that we did together because that that was something that got a lot of popularity on both of our pages. But um, for me, I definitely identify as androgynous. Mm -hmm. And speaking about what people, like the perceptions people put on you, ever since I was a little kid, I was always... Like, people always question whether I was a girl or a boy, you know, especially when before puberty, when Mm -hmm. you're just like, you know, a kid. Um, It was hard for people to differentiate and figure out or decipher what I was because I had short hair for a really long period of time in my life. And I think because I wasn't particularly girly, you know, in the terms of how society would define it, you know, the 
whether I agree with what girly means, like, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's that's a loaded term and that yeah. can mean many things. But right. in terms of, like, expressing myself in, in, in terms of things that girls tend to be into or are assumed to be into, as a child, I was more into, like, sports and, you know, Me stuff too. like that. Mm-hmm. So whether that's a girl or a boy thing, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying in terms of how society portrays it to us, that's right. more of a boy-ish thing to do. Um, and I think that framed how people perceive me. And so now I would define androgynous as just somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. It's like you embrace both sides of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a beautiful thing to be androgynous because yes. you embody both sides of the spectrum mm-hmm. and you're able to connect with people on both sides of the spectrum. Yeah, just you love. Know? I mean, I love everyone, but just something about like an androgynous person. I'm like zoomed. I'm like googling. <laughs> like, like I'm just so into it. Um, like I knew, like I knew what that word. Okay, so you know, everyone knows. Hopefully, that you know, I'm from Maryland, the DMV area. So like that term androgynous is not something that's like everyone knows what that word means. It's more just femme or dom. So, like, I knew what that word meant. I just didn't know what that really looked like or, like, you know, I just didn't, I, it just wasn't something that was still, like, like, oh, yeah, this person androgynous, okay. I just knew, I just heard of that word. I just heard of it. So, when I moved to New York, I was like, oh, like, I saw seeing all these people who look like, like, they had, I just, for me, it was, like, more of this, I used to call, like, this interesting look, like, oh, they look masculine, but they also look feminine. I'm like, at the same oh, time. I just like, am I into a guy? Am I, I, I'm not bi, because, like, this person kind of could play both ways, depending on what they're wearing, but I just thought, like, I used to think it was so unique. I was like, wow. So, then I just kept Googling, and I, like, learned more about androgynous and androgyny, like, oh, okay, and so I put everything together. I'm like, well, I'm into this. Before I even, like, identify as that, I didn't even, I didn't even know I was androgynous, mm-hmm. but I was just like, whoa, like, I'm into people who look androgynous, who can, like, play around with um, masculine energy and looks, or, like, feminine energy and looks from both, for women and men. I especially, I love, I love androgynous man, and I love androgynous woman. Um, I I mean, I think what's interesting about androgyny is like in the queer community, it's really cool because I've had gay men Mm -hmm. come up to me and like tell me I'm attractive, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and it's interesting because it goes back to the idea of energies and it's like more about the energy that you project mm-hmm. not so much about your physique i think right. people um get your outside appearance confused with your energy and yeah. it's like i think at the at the core what we're attracted to in each other is our energy so somebody could be uh you know masculine in appearance mm-hmm. however you'd like to you know view that for yourself and um but then their energy may be more feminine right you know and and i think that's what makes androgyny interesting Mm -hmm. because you sort of play with this concept of what it means to be female or male Mm -hmm. what it means to be masculine and feminine and and sort of like shake it all up and just say i'm everything so what right you know 
What are you more more like drawn to, like an androgynous man? Not saying, like, oh, am I like attracted to this person? I want to be with this person or anything like that. Oh, okay. But as far as like like more like, oh, they they look so interesting. Oh, I love their style. Is it like an androgynous woman or man? Man. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I feel like honestly, am I so? I feel like I'm an androgynous man, but I'm not. But why I, do you feel like that? I, cause, okay. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't know. But it's top just, secret files from Lita Rose. Rose it might be just because it's my cycle. I'm telling you everything, but <laughs> the cycle reveals all. The moon cycle reveals for now on, all. Y'all will not get it. Like, I'm just joking. But I, I honestly, I really don't know. I just feel some some type of like. I just feel it in my soul. I feel it's a feeling that I feel. Something that I feel connected. Like if I, like I don't. Know, it's just like a spirit that I feel. So I, I don't know why. Per se, but it's something that I'm really drawn to, and I feel like that would like it's me, even though it's not like how I feel like I'm bigger than what I am. It's just something inside of me feels that way, and like, um, so okay, typically, because I do a lot of research and googling and all of that, when you google an androgynous woman, um, they usually have short hair, they have this because they they because for. For some reason, it's always the opposite. So mm-hmm. an androgynous woman is to kind of play with looking like a guy, looking like a man, more looking more looking in between like masculine and feminine, but not so feminine. And the guy is to play with feminine and masculine, but not look so masculine. Right. So most women who are androgynous, their hair is shorter. It will be short. It will be like maybe a medium, but it won't be grown out long. I feel. For me to be connected in an androgynous way, I would like my hair to be grown out long versus short. If I have it short, it would be more of my feminine side, if that makes sense. If I ever cut it short and go back to having it short, it would be more my feminine side and not for my, um, not, you know, to be my masculine side. So when your hair is more... When your hair is longer, you feel more in touch with your masculine side. Maybe, I guess so. That's interesting. Yeah. I, yeah, I kind of agree with that though, like because um, both of us were bald. You know, we used to have our head shaved for like maybe two years. Yeah, and um, I just recently started growing my hair out like this year. Um, but what's interesting for me, I agree with Lita Rose. Is like I feel like when my hair is short mm-hmm. and shaved that's when I feel the most feminine mm-hmm. and then now that my hair is growing out and I could put it up in a ponytail but mm-hmm. it's half shaved in the you know bottom uh, what they call a man bun right like now that I have that I feel more in touch with my masculine mm-hmm. energy mm-hmm. you know I yeah. don't know why that is right I'm not really sure know. and I wonder how men feel like about that mm-hmm. you know I guess they feel the opposite, they right? They feel the so opposite, yeah. When their hair is really, no, wait. No, I think the guy they when they grow their hair, they they feel more feminine. So I don't they know. They grow their hair long. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know why. If, if I'm growing my hair out long, I would. I, I don't know. You I don't feel understand. more masculine. Yeah, I guess for more masculine yeah. or yeah, well, is that it, makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, right? because it's like I feel like like I don't feel like an androgynous woman. I don't I, women woman. Sorry. I feel like an androgynous man. I don't know why, though. Like, I don't know why that is. 
Maybe, you know, like your androgyny is touching on your masculine energy. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it taps into mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like different styles for us, like different looks, different hairstyles, mm-hmm. they tap into different parts of ourselves, different mm-hmm. parts of our energies and yeah. like bring out different parts of who we are in our innermost innermost being. Mm-hmm. That's why... You know, like sometimes you have a desire to cut your hair or to grow right. it out or whatever because I think you're trying to essentially get in touch with your truest self. Yeah. Right? I have many desires of cutting my hair. <laughs> but I'm just indecisive and I'm also a genius. I have many time, desires of so. cutting my hair. Well, I'm going to leave that for a different episode. I mean, I was just thinking about that this morning, <laughs> honestly. I was looking at my hair. And you know when you're in that stage where you're in between, yeah, where it's I'm like kind of growing out, and you're just like, should I cut, cut it, it, or do I just hold yes. on through this awkward stage and just yeah. like keep going and yeah. feel awkward, and then eventually you, I won't feel awkward anymore, exactly. and I'll be happy that I did it. Right. But then sometimes I'm like, will I really Maybe, be happy that I, I did it, or will I still be looking at it in a year from now and be like, like I should shave my yes, head. exactly. Because like when I used to shave my head, it was the most liberating thing for me because, you know, I had clippers, and I was just shaving myself, and it was like so great, you the know? Thing is, like I was telling you earlier, if I cut, do cut my hair for that moment, I will feel good. Then like a week or two, then I'm like, I want to grow my hair. I want to see my I hair like- texture. I want to see this. I want to know how, if I grow it out super long, how would it look? I always get in that zone. So the it's grass like, is always greener. Okay. So I need to just pick a side. So I'm like, I'm not going to touch it because I know my mind is playing tricks on me. So I'm not going to just, I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm not going to let the Gemini side of me win. I'm going to leave it <laughs> the hell alone. And let it do its thing. That's let what I decided. Let it do its thing, you know. A year from now, if I'm still feel like, I want to cut it, then maybe. But right now, I just know I always go back and forth. Like, yeah. each, like every other week or so. Like, oh. And that's something, like, so. you know, I'm working on is not giving in to instant gratification. Yes. I feel like with social yes. media now, we want everything so fast. We want to change our minds. We want to, you know, I mean, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. 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 That's our inside joke yes. from Basketball Wives. If you've seen that scene, you know what we're, talking, know what about. we're talking about. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, I think it's fine to change your mind and everything like that. But mm-hmm. I think what uh, our society has lost is the ability to be patient. Yes. And just, like, feel things out. Like, just I'm allow. Not my hair at all. Yes. It's like, just allow it to do the process, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I have this plant that I got um, the month of my birthday in June, and you know it's been growing ever since. And it's like I have to remember. It, it help well the plant. It helps me remember, mm-hmm. you know, the slow growth but the steady growth. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's like we expect things to be so fast, so, so fast. fast, everything quickly, everything. Yeah. You know, we like this page, we do this, we get this, we buy this ticket, we do this, we mm-hmm. do this, that. But it's like, that's not how life works, no. truly. If you want to have, like, something you can really appreciate over time, you have to just let it do its thing. Let it grow yes, out. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. But anyway. So, okay, I have a quick <laughs> question. So, when did you know? Did you always know that you were androgynous? Or when when was the time no. you was like, oh, I'm androgynous? Or did someone, like, tell you, like, no, you're more... Like, how did you know? I didn't even know what androgynous, being androgynous meant or mm-hmm. androgyny meant. Mm-hmm. Um, f- 
for a long time, maybe until like my late twenties, maybe my, yeah. Um, I think, I think someone said the term to me, mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you're kind of like androgynous," mm. and I was like, "What?" Like, I didn't even know what that meant because, see, I thought in being a queer person, like, I thought you either are. A butch, yeah, you know, or as Lita Rose says, a dom, dom yeah, or you're a femme, right? Me too. But I never really fully felt like I was a femme mm-hmm. because I have strong masculine energy. So I was trying to honestly, I was trying real hard to be a butch and butch it up and be a dom. I'm not gonna lie, you know what I mean? But that really wasn't me. And so what would happen was when I would go and date girls who were femmes who were expecting me to like be a dom, um, be a butch, you know, be a stud. There's so mm-hmm. many terms. So many terms. So many. We should do an episode about that. But yeah. like to to identify that way and have because there's certain, you know, in New York they say an AG. Right. There's certain or an aggressive, that's that's what AG is when people mm. say she's a AG. Um it's like there's certain behaviors that people, right? Even in a queer community, you still have labels, labels okay, yeah. to differentiate people. But mm-hmm. um, there were certain behaviors. Our dog is making a lot of noise during this episode. Seen, she wants to be, be seen heard. heard. <laughs> but anyway, you know, there are a lot of labels and people start to associate those labels with certain behaviors. Mm-hmm. And because... I wasn't really exuding that kind of aggressive behavior. Mm-hmm. A lot of femmes that I would date would kind of look at me like, what's so really going on with you? Are you a femme? Like, what are you? I thought you were going to be like this, but you like this. Oh, and, you God. know, I'm over here confused thinking like, well, I'm wearing the clothes, so why am I looking like a, you know, girl, come on. And it's like, it's really about energies. And my energy yes. is a mixture of both, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm both. I'm very, I'm feminine in some ways and I'm masculine in some ways. And when someone told me about androgyny and said, oh, maybe you're androgynous or I like your androgynous look. I'm like, thank you. But then I'm walking away <laughs> thinking like, I don't even know what they're talking about. Like, what did, what do they mean? So then I went home and started researching it and mm-hmm. I learned what it meant. And I said, oh, mm-hmm. this is more me. And it helped me to be more comfortable with mm-hmm explaining to other because uh, i mean fortunately unfortunately whatever you want to say but like i feel like people need to have a box to put you in so that they can understand, understand you yeah and understand how to treat how you, to how to around. interact with yeah. you and relate to you so mm-hmm. androgyny helped me to really understand myself so that i could better understand or, or no, better to explain to other people mm-hmm. who were trying to date me or trying to figure out who i was you know so, no, I didn't always know. It was just, like, really recently, maybe within the last three or four years that I that I realized that about myself. So, it's like when I said I, I heard the word and I knew what it meant. I knew what it looked on other people. I didn't think that I fit in that category. I didn't see myself as androgynous. Mm-hmm. I just... I just be like, I'm just me. Like, I'm just who I am. Yeah, that's what I used to say. So, I'm just me. So, even back in my... When I used to wear more masculine clothes, my fake dom self like the girls that i they, they were they weren't like that confused but like they were like just a little like oh like they just thought either i was really saw like a soft dom or like 
a gay boy. Mm-hmm. They really, especially like my feminine friends, like my feminine friends, is like, oh, you're a gay boy. Like you're my gay boy. You know, they never just ever called me a dom, really. And, and that's never, interesting. And they so they really, called you. They associated you with being a gay boy. Yeah. Which what did that mean? Like I mean, what does that mean to them? Why I did guess. They, what, why did they say that? Maybe because for them, I I was wearing masculine masculine clothes, but my energy wasn't. So like, I looked like a dom, yes, because like the hairstyles and like I mastered that look well. Mm-hmm. But my like energy, my mannerism wasn't dominant. So they didn't, they couldn't like, oh, they, so like, it's just like when some of my friends met me, they didn't met, they didn't meet me before I transitioned into being a dom. So like I was a femme first. When I first came out, I was a femme. Like how you are now. How I, yes. And, and I was dressing very like, at this point I was dressing extra girl. Like I was super girly, you know, um. Then I told you I met someone, and he's like, "Oh, he's a dating dogs. and I was like, oh, "What? Well, why not?" Always and, changing ourselves then, up with yes. the ladies. So they're like, "Well, I'm." Just, and she just kept saying, "Well, I'm just used to dating doms," and I was like, "Huh? What? Well, I mean, what does that do with me?" So then I was like, "Well, let me just like try one day. Let me just go to store buy one little outfit." And from that moment, I bought that one little outfit. Like this girl's like, "Oh, like so." Mm. That's like getting a lot of attention. Yeah. So I'm like. Oh well, maybe I should dress this way because I'm getting a lot of. I like femmes anyway. Duh, that makes sense. I can just dress like this, you know. So like, I then went from femme to dressing like a dom. So the people who already met me as a dom couldn't see. Suffer maybe some people, but they really couldn't see me outside of that. So they couldn't place me like, well, maybe she really is a femme or this. They just like, oh, gay boy because. She looks like a little boy. She mm. looks like a little, you know, she just doesn't, just doesn't really act like one necessarily. Like, because I was into fashion. I was into talking about the things they like to talk about. I wasn't really talking about sports or some dumb stuff. Mm. Like, you know, whatever. You know, I was like into like clothes and like makeup, like talking about makeup and stuff like this. Like, they like, oh, gay boy, because that's, you know, a gay that's guy. They could understand. They could understand it. me. Yeah. So they're like, okay, well, if I was around a gay boy, this is how I would mm. talk to them. And this is how I would act to them. Like, I could still say, girl, they could still say, girl, to me, and I wouldn't get offended. Whereas some tough, tough dogs would be like, don't what? Girl, like, don't. You know, they would be like, I'm not a girl. Like, you know, they probably feel some type of way about it, but I just really didn't. So they would just put me in that box. Mm. So, and so then when I, transition in my move to New York to kind of like you know what that's not really me and I just had like a whole thing going on like this is not me like I need to figure out who I am and I was transitioning back to who I was so I was still trying to figure that part out and I was like so as I was trying to figure that out I was like well then do I need to do this all the time do I need to get my nails done do I need to and I was like well I'm not that girly in that sense where like I need to get like fake nails Mm. or get my nails done every like week or every two weeks and do all those things like I'm very natural and I'm very some stuff I like some like I'm low maintenance in the sense some stuff I don't really need to have all these things like do all these extra things you know yeah this wasn't my thing so I'm like well I'm not this super girly well I don't know maybe I need to go maybe I need to be super girly I don't know and then to my good good friend Patty Patty Cakes she was like well <laughs> and like at this Patty point, Cakes this, shout out yes but at this point I was already like transition to myself and like my style's already like established you know to how I'm dressing now but I just didn't have no terms I'm like I don't I don't need any terms but she was like 
you know, we were talking and she was like, you know, you really changed your life from when I met you. Like, you're really yourself now. And she was like, yeah. She's like, I mean, she's like, you're not a film. I'm like, and I'm like, what do you mean? So what are you trying to say? I still look masculine? And she's like, but you're not a dom. I'm like, I'm like, girl, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, you're more androgynous. I'm like, huh? I'm like, what's she trying to say? Like, it like caught me off guard. I was like, did she like curse me out? Like, did she offend me? <laughs> so then I was like, huh? And then I kept like... Like, thinking about it, I was like, oh, she's right. I am more androgynous because the things that I like to do, the things like how I am, how I dress in, just everything overall, like, I'm not too much of this or too much of that. I'm, like, right in the middle, Hmm. you know? And I was like, oh, well, I guess I am, you know, more of androgynous, you know? And, like, whoever I'm around, my masculine energy could come out more. And then, depending if I'm around somebody whose energy is more feminine than mine's, and my masculine energy just comes out. Mm. I don't have to try to act or be it's like a certain balance. way. It's it just a balance. It just come out. And I remember yeah. somebody who's more aggressive, more masculine than me. Then I, my feminine energy comes out. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Like, you know, so I'm like, oh, I get it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I became comfortable with that term. And like, and I feel like, oh, is this like a curse? Or like, when then I'm just in between and I'm like, so confusing to people or like no i'm like oh this is cool this is fine i i feel comfortable with this term and do you feel like because when you were saying it's more comfortable to people like do you feel like that um that term or, or claiming that term is something you did more so other people could understand you or was it for you to be able to understand no, yourself more for me because I don't really care what people understand me or not. Because people can say, even they say I was a gay boy. You can call, call me or say whatever. Or however you think you have to identify me to understand me. You can do that. But I would never take on those terms unless I feel like, oh, yeah. Like, I have some of this. Like, when they say gay boy, it didn't bother me. Because I'm like, like I, t- I tell people all the time, like, I do feel like I'm a gay boy inside. Yeah. So it didn't bother me when they said that. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I get that. Okay. And when the androgynous came about, I was like, well, that more I can see because, like, my overall, like, my style and me understanding energy more and really understanding um, that I do have both energy. I thought I had to be one or the other mm-hmm. energy. Like, well, I, I thought, like, oh, I had to have feminine energy. Then, oh, well, I'm dressing like a dom. I need to have masculine energy where I do have both. And I'm like, oh. So it's more of me because people can put me in whatever box that makes them comfortable to understand about me. They can do it all they want. Even if they, if I didn't um, agree with that term or if like that's me, I would just keep saying like, I'm just me. Right. I'm just me. If you're like, oh, you're interested. Yeah, just me. <laughs> oh, you're a film. Yeah, just me. Oh, you're a dumb. Yeah, it, whatever they think I am. I'm like, just yeah. like, yeah, okay. I'm like, yeah, okay, but I'm just me. Yeah. You know, I'm just being who I am, dressing the way I dress and act how I act you know and whenever that comes out in whatever ways letting that come out if my feminist side wants to come out it comes out let it my masculine side come out it comes I'll let it come out some of my friends say yeah I have like some masculine energy and some of them see more of my feminine energy some so it's like like I said whoever I'm around they will see certain sides of me but um yeah so that's how I look at it that's our neighbor's dog that's always barking oh it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, I think like when I, I think what happened for me was like, 
I remember when I first started coming out, mm-hmm. and I would come out to people, and the first thing they would say to me what? is, "Oh, you don't look gay." Oh yeah, and it used to irk me. Why would we get that from um, because a lot of straight people? I think or yeah, straight men. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was mostly yeah. Mm-hmm. Most most of my friends were straight, mm-hmm. so like it used to irk me because, well, a, what does it mean to look gay, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's lots of gay people, lots of different kinds of gay people, right? So that used to bother me because it's kind of like limiting mm-hmm. a limiting idea of the world and then two it used to bother me because i was like well i am so you know and so then though because the reason i asked you that question about you about you know do you claim this term so people can better understand you Mm -hmm. is because like i think i started to adopt certain looks because Mm -hmm. i wanted to identify with my other queer gay Mm -hmm. people i wanted to identify with my community Mm -hmm. i wanted to let people know because it's not always easy, especially with women who are more feminine, to know, are you are you part of my family? Are you family, girl? Are you gay, too? Like, you know, it's mm-hmm. hard to identify. So I had, I felt like I did have to do th- certain things, like make my look a little bit more masculine, a little bit more androgynous to be able to be recognized, you know, mm-hmm. especially when I was single so that people would know that I I was gay, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then just like you, when I started presenting more masculine, mm-hmm. I felt like I got a lot of attention right. from femmes. And I was right. like, oh, right, okay, I like this. Mm-hmm. So then I kind of stuck with it. But it was more about the clothes than how I felt because, mm-hmm. like, you know, I felt like the energy that I was putting out was more something that I felt forced to do. Oh, God. You know? Mm. So, That's very yeah. interesting. Yeah, because I was more concerned not with like fitting in the community or being recognized by the community. It was more I wanted to be a magnet to the person I was attracted to. I wanted them to know, like, and even before like that one person I I, I was with, I was attracting girls anyway. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why I even did that to begin with for that one person. Because when I was film, I still was attracting films. Like when I was in school, um, yeah, I dated like maybe honestly like one dom, and I think I was attracted to one other dom. But I wasn't never ever really attracted to doms in general um, or anybody just masculine, but like masculine energy. So I still was getting the girls that I was dating, which I don't understand why I did that for one person. But when you're young, you're just like. Okay, well, let me just try this for this person and see what's the whole hype. It was more like, what's the whole hype? Right. And it was a hype, and I got trapped, and I got like, oh. You got well. trapped? Well, like, in the sense of like, oh, the clothes trapped me. And so I'm like, oh, because when I started getting all the attention, I was like, well, it. hey, like, you know, it makes yeah. it easier to, yeah. like, attract them films. I didn't care about the community, you know, if I was family or not, because like, either way, you're going to find out one way or another. But, or, I didn't really care, like, to look gay. I didn't really care so like if people thought I was straight or not I didn't really care about that because I just wanted the person that I was interested to know and mm-hmm. I was going to make that known that I was gay like you know I was going to make that known anyway but yeah so it was just more of like getting caught up of like oh with have like getting all this attention when like I could have just stay who I was and still like attract the type of girls that I was into you know yeah but I think that goes back to like as you you know grow and as you get to know yourself more as an adult mm-hmm. you know it goes with your evolution and yeah. and your style in general mm-hmm. you know like 
We did an episode. So if you guys don't know, Lita Rose and I each have our separate podcasts. Yeah. In addition to this Lovers and Friends podcast, mm-hmm. Lita Rose has a podcast called Lita's Letters After Dark. It's a black queer erotica. <gasps> if you're into that kind of stuff, you know. It's really good and really sexy. Yeah. So, you know, just have some earphones. Yes, please. Headphones when Don't you listen. Don't be at work either. You, know, you at might be like a little, get a little uh, excited. Okay. So, <laughs> be careful with that. And I have a podcast called Outside Hers. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Lita Rose and I did a collaboration on Outside Hers where we talked about um, on my podcast our style evolution yeah, yeah. a long time that. ago, like maybe what two years ago I think so, yeah, when like we first two, started like yeah. getting really serious. Yeah, um, early on. So you know, check us out. Check out yes. our other podcasts and see what we're about on those. Yeah, on those. Subscribe to our podcast. Give podcast. us five stars. Thank you. Know, you. Leave comments. Support us on support us here and also on our separate. Yeah, podcasts, we so. love connecting with you guys. But I want to talk about too the when she identified as pansexual. Oh do, yes. Do you like know like? No, can you break? It? I mean, like I've heard of the term, uh-huh. but my understanding of pansexuality is you are attracted to any one yeah like as in yeah. any gender yes. any sex yeah. any yeah you're attracted to like anyone anyone or everyone you know um and janelle monet identifies pansexual too i love janelle monet yeah, so, yes. which i you know i think that's beautiful do you think that you fit in that category as pansexual are you a pansexual Johnny wow Morris? Um, well, that's a good question. I feel like I can appreciate everyone in terms of, like, looks, you know? I'm not someone who's like, I can't stand men, you know, because, like, I identify as queer or or gay. I I don't, I'm not someone who says, like, I can't, I can't stand men or I don't like men or I'm not attracted to men. No, I see attractive men all the time. Um, For me, it's more about the emotional connection Mm -hmm. um, that I share with somebody. So I think essentially, essentially, yeah, I can because you know what the interesting thing for me is I'm attracted to energies. Me too. So at the mm-hmm. end of the day, because I'm attracted to energies, that energy can be in anyone. Right. Because I found myself attracted to very feminine gay men before. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, why? Because I'm attracted to feminine energy. Mm-hmm. So that's what draws me to the person. Um, from a physical standpoint, I don't know you know like how that would work out mm-hmm. i don't know how i would feel mm-hmm. you know but i'm not somebody who's like never i'm never gonna do any no right you know i'm more open um but yeah i don't know i would have to explore the term a little bit more mm-hmm. to to understand but that's definitely something that i think is an interesting and all-encompassing term i yeah. do like that yeah yeah what about yeah. you are you a pansexual leader rose yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm like you too. Like I'm attracted to energy, especially feminine energy. Um, before I used to go by the wrong way by like how someone look, um, like dressing feminine and you know being a certain way. But now it's more of energy based. Um, 
like at this moment I, I don't think so I wouldn't say never because you like you never know but at this moment no like you like I'm like you like I can appreciate um people's energy and um I think I'm more like I think I'm very drawn to either feminine energy or feminine looking people or like an androgynous person so like if I um like if I met an androgynous guy, I'd be like, oh. And he has something about his energy, if it was strong, I'd probably be like, oh, okay, like, smile, flirt. But I wouldn't take it so far, like, like you know, maybe hang out, but it wouldn't be like, okay, that's like, for, hey, I'm in a relationship with you. But like, I wouldn't. <laughs> she had to make that, that disclaimer. And, and that would be cheating, <laughs> not a cheater. Unless um, we're swingers. Unless we were swingers, and that's a different that's story. That's a different story. That's, that's a different, different episode. episode. Yes. Okay. Okay. Comment if you want us to talk about being because yeah, we can talk about that. Okay, honey, we, we got we some told, stories. We, stories and we saw some things. Okay, but um, but I would do maybe like talk or be like, oh wow, this I don't this is awkward. I don't know if this me, but I would accept that. I wouldn't be like, mm. I wouldn't like be like, well, I like women, so no. But I just be like, oh, this is interesting. Even if you remember, like I would say this like maybe two or three, two and a half trans men that I was like oh like- oh yeah she has had plenty of crushes um <laughs> on trans men. oh my god not trans women she, but she men. loves trans men but not all okay not all but there's but certain- I mean there's there that's 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 one of her weaknesses that's one of my weaknesses some of them that I came across they have feminine energy and they just had this feminine, like there's, I don't know, something about, again, energy. So if for some reason I have like, it's three, I had three little crushes and I'm like, I don't know what this means. It was means. three? Yeah. Oh. Are you, don't you know? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know the three, the, the crushes, who you know? I thought it was just two. Who's the two? I don't know. Don't tell me the two. I don't remember. I just remember these two people. Maybe it's just always. Oh, I think it's just two. The one that you showed me on Facebook. Yes. And then who's the second one? Who you tell me who's the second? You said two. So how do you know who's the two? Who's the second person? I don't remember. But I remember seeing it on your Instagram. So the Facebook one I show you, and then the celebrity one. What's his name? Leith. Oh yeah! Yeah, I'm like, oh wow! You know another person that that situation. You know another person, another situation. I'm not gonna say a name. What? You know the other person. You don't know <laughs> what happened. That I don't know. Your event. That's that mm. two and a half. So that's two and a half. But we have some stories, you guys. We have some <laughs> stories. When we first started dating, okay, uh-huh, it was right. just like our crazy. our you know, leave in the comments if you want to hear about our tumultuous uh uh dating past. Cause we could certainly give you guys some stories, but we wanna hear we wanna hear yeah, not just like, you know, up and down like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> But if you want to hear more about our personal story, we can definitely share that. But let us know. So, yeah. So, okay. So, trans men, certain ones that has feminine energy. Yes, I am, like, secretly drawn. I'm like, oh. So, I don't know why. Androgynous people. Yes. Feminine women. Yes. 
like I'm drawn to. Um, but like a heterosexual, muscular guy, I don't know. I I just know. Or like a dominant girl, like I tried that and it's just kind of like, I'm like, ugh, no, I cannot. <laughs> I'm just like, no. So Why not? I don't know. It's something about the like, it's something about that. And like, this is I'm no, just, this is, you know, like, this is not because we have to be aware of sensitivity. No, this is so my preference. This is, just, this is my choice. This is just you know. This is how I feel. But we respect everyone. And we I like everybody. Yes. And I love everyone. So, so this no, is just this is more of my, my preference. But yes. like when it comes to masculine energy, I really don't care for it. I just maybe I just don't. As friends, yes, it's fine. But as being a lover, if it's too strong, it's just for some reason I don't connect. Mm-hmm. I don't connect with. A super it's a um, turn off for you yeah just don't connect there's no connection i'm like we could be buddies like but when it comes to i connect better this with isn't him. rupaul's best friend's race <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to like a connection like an emotional connection and um intimacy i'm more connected to the feminine energy that's all that really is so mm-hmm. you can be because I, I met very beautiful like doms or whatever you want to call them or whatever labels whatever i'm it just the energy doesn't connect with me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we can be really good friends that's all that could be so like yeah um yeah you know like except for the one who started with a j started with a j Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) i didn't forget about that one but anyway that's the side anyway (laughs) But, like, I'm not drawn to straight women. Like, no. They somehow, like, be eyeing me down. I'm like, is everything okay? Who? Like, straight women. I'm not oh. really... I wouldn't, like, like, oh, yeah. Like, no. Um, gay men, maybe, yes, feminine. But I wouldn't do anything sexual, no. Unless I'm the one being in control. Like, I'm the dominant one. But, yeah, like, we can just, like... Like, if, if I was single... A gay feminine man, we can just date and be cute together. That's it. But anything <laughs> physical and intimacy, I, no. Because I just like, I like women. Like, you know, I just like, no. Yeah. So it's like, if it, if it comes to sexual or physical intimacy on it, no, then I'm not pansexual. But it comes to like energy base and like dating. Oh, dating. oh I, I love people. I love energy. Then yes. Right. That makes Maybe sense. Maybe like attraction. Maybe like attraction because, you know, it just, things happen. You're like, oh, like, okay. You know, whatever you find, you know, unique to you or beautiful to you. It's just, or energy was strong and just sometimes just happen, just happen. Like, then yes, in that sense, like we mentioned before, like I had an incident at work with a guy. He was straight, but I didn't, I wasn't attracted to him. You had an incident. You know about she doesn't know because she's the one who brought it up. I like teasing her sometimes. She's thinking me round up, but <laughs> I wasn't attracted to him at all, like sexually or even how he looked. I wasn't really attracted to him, but we had this energy thing. Like I don't know, like he was speaking, I was speaking, and then it was just like awkward, and then we just keep moving. But you felt I don't, the connection. Yeah, but I don't know in what I don't know. I don't, I don't know in what way. I just don't understand. It just was some. It was just like something. Mm-hmm. I feel like you know, that's that's happens. Like that's yeah. normal. I think 
Oh, no, I'm just saying, but anything outside of that, like, oh, like, hooking up or, like, let's be together, it would be a no for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, I think that, like, attraction doesn't have any labels. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. think we like to limit ourselves mm-hmm. and we like to tell ourselves, oh, I'm only attracted to X kind of person. Yes, that used to be me. But... That is very limiting, and that's yeah. not the way energy flows. Energy yeah. flows freely, so attraction flows freely. Freely, yes, I right? like that. That's what I like. You know, and so, in turn, like even for myself, there have been moments where I truly get confused because I'm like, I find myself, you know, in my old job, I had to interact with lots of customers, and if let's say. I saw an attractive man, I'd be mm-hmm. like, oh. Not even like I wanted to get with him kind of attraction, but just like if I noticed a man. Yeah. I'd be like, huh, why am I, you know, like why am I noticing this man? Mm-hmm. I'm gay. But then it's mm-hmm. like I had to kind of break out of that and yeah. realize that like you can be attracted and, and share energy with yes, anyone. Yes, yes. Energy like is that. just love. It's a yes. form of love and it's a form of exchange and, and you know, it's just it's just like a positive thing. So I, I think there is a difference between being attractive attracted and drawn to someone and then being like intimate with someone yes. and you know, so yeah, I think it just I think it's just a natural thing. Yeah. And and we get freaked out by it. Mm, it's just like, like what maybe does this mean? You know, straight people who may attract be attracted to the same, the same sex, same gender. You know, they might be like, well, "What's going what's on going with on? me? Am I gay? What's going yeah. on? I'm freaking out." But I think it's just like a, you know, it's like, it's like anything else. Yeah. It's, it's normal to be attracted. We are beautiful people. As That's how I see it. Like we're just like, honestly, in my mind, if I was like a single person, you know, or I feel like um. If I feel like single I was... Single white female. Yes. <laughs> if I was a single white female... You know I still haven't seen that movie. You have to see that movie. It's so good it. and creepy at the same time. <laughs> and it makes you... That way you can pick up people who try and do that. Because I had an incident. But we're not going to talk about that. But I had an incident. I was like, oh she God. trying to single white female me. Oh, hell no. <laughs> but anyway, in my mind, if I was single or like, say, Polly Amherst. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to be in a relationship. I feel like I would want to love everybody. Sexually, no. But, like, just on energy base, I'd be like, yeah, like, let's hang out. And we share emotions and we can connect. I think I'm just like, well, I like to share emotions with people. That's all. I think that's all I want to be. I just have a lot just of like, feelings. I have a lot of feelings. I just want everybody to share and connect. And, and then he's like, she doesn't even go here. <laughs> what oh movie God. is that from? So, like, that's how I feel. I just want to love Trivia question. everyone and just be, like, very loving. I mean, I can do that now in a relationship, but I, I can't do certain things I am in a relationship. But just be, like, you know, very loving. Yeah. So, that's how I look at it. Like, you know, um, share things with people, express your love to people. But, you know, still have the boundaries because I'm, like, I'm in a relationship. I'm going to be, like, doing something that I would do with my partner. I would not do that. I wouldn't cross the line in that way. But it would be more, like... 
Okay, like you know, I feel like you can be affectionate with your friends or be affectionate I think with sh- people. You should be affectionate with your friends. Just don't be like you know groping people and like squeezing. <laughs> like do something when you're like, okay, now this is not the behavior I should be doing. But like you know, like okay, yeah. lean on me, I lean on you. Like you know, you lock my arm. You know, like whatever. Like I think you can share affection with people, with strangers, and just be like super loving. I think that's. I think that's fine. That's how I feel about it. I'm pansexual in that way. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that, like, affection is something that's not encouraged, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. It's like there are certain limits to who can be affectionate towards whom. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. like we're not told to embrace each other as right. people. It's like, right. that's weird. That's awkward. Yeah. Like, I just met this person. You know this da, 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 da. person. But, I mean, like, in truth, it's like that's a normal human need yes. is to, to be affectionate and yes. to express love like yes. you should be affectionate with your friends yes. because you love your friends you should be able to like kiss your friend on the cheek yes. and give your friend like a hug yes. you know embrace them like lock arms hold him, whatever you know like yeah. whatever you feel appropriate and comfortable with yeah like yes. but i think that that's something that is discouraged and it should be something that is encouraged because we all need love at yes, the end of we the all day do need and, love. And it's a beautiful thing it and is. we should be free to express ourselves yes, you know we should. within within following people's comfort level and boundaries yes I that's, that's agree. another thing honey because yeah. you can't be just hugging everybody you can't just be and they're not comfortable with it that's not what them, I'm talking about squeezing them give them a kiss on the cheek and they're like wait a minute but I'm saying if it, yeah if it's mutual and yeah. you know you love your friend they love you you know yeah hug yeah show your love like when I meet people for the first time I'm like oh I give hugs they can then tell me I'm not comfortable with that or whatever and I'm like okay but they're comfortable like I give, I want to give you a hug like I don't want to like shake your little hand I don't want to shake hands <laughs> I don't want to shake hands I like closeness like you know I want to like give me a hug you know mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. so about think about what terms you claim you know mm-hmm. and what kinds of feelings you have around affection relationships attraction sexuality we'd love to hear from you and you know get your feedback and your opinion on this because it's something we think about all the time and it's something that i think everyone should really consider what are your limits what's limiting you Mm -hmm. what's what's kind of like boxing you in right now free yourself free yourself love yourself love Love everyone so yeah like you know be the love yeah it's okay it's okay yeah you know it's okay to be gay it's okay to be straight it's okay to be whatever you want to be it's okay to not even know what you are yes just, like, just be just open be. just be open you know free your mind open it's your okay mind. to be single it's okay to yeah. be in a relationship yeah. it's okay to not really know what kind of relationship you're you in want. at the moment because i certainly have been in those honey where i'm just like i don't really know what's going on but sorry, sorry. i'm i'm just riding along you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> just here on the ride. I'm just here for the ride, okay, folks. Thanks for the ride. <laughs> yes, all. <laughs> oh my god. We're we, just having we're tea. Okay. We had um, lemon ginger tea right That's now. That's it. Um, That's it. We haven't had a drink for how long? I I don't even know. I mean, for um, like I, a month. Yeah. yeah. Like, we don't yeah. very we don't drink very yeah. often anymore. 
we it's given drink. it's given us clarity yeah we used to drink like maybe on the weekends before like when we would go out socially drink but now sometimes we don't even do that and yeah. just when we really feel like we want to drink not need a drink but we want to have a drink we'll have a drink but we, we rarely do that so mm-hmm. am i drink if i do drink guys let them know I like white wine recently. Nice and crisp. Nice and crisp. If it's not reasoning, then I'll do a Pinot or do a Sauvignon Blanc. Okay. Um, and or I like cider. I love cider. I really love cider. Mm-hmm. So those like that's where I'm at. I used to try to fake I like I was like a real drinker with my friends. I couldn't really hang. I would go home like, damn. No, my drink used to be like of choice used to be margaritas, honey. But I, since not really drinking anymore, I can't even hang. I went, you know what? I not went out like for a margarita with my mom, and I honestly could not finish the drink. Wow. You know, she put me to shame. She had her <laughs> drink, and I. she's trying to drink some of my drink. I was like, I'm sorry, I cannot do it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I prefer wine now. Yeah. Like, I like Riesling. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a nice, crisp, light wine mm-hmm. you know yeah, I and now i could do like one glass and i'm good i just all i need is one glass i don't even need two like i don't don't give yeah. me don't ask me if you want to refill no i do not i don't want <laughs> one i also have my meal my food i'm good just yes. give me one. I, just, I get them good with one some, glass some salmon i just need mm. a little sip sip and i'm like oh that tastes good and i'm done that's all I need. Mm, some catfish. Okay. Did you watch our episode? I mean, did you listen to our episode <laughs> of Catfish? We hope you did. Oh, that was real smooth. That I like was, that. That was. So, um, switching gears a bit, you know, we are big fans of Insecure. Yeah. Shout out to Insecure. Shout out to Issa Rae. There's a new episode coming on tonight, too. Oh, yeah. It mm-hmm. comes on past my bedtime. Though. I know. I'm going to watch it tomorrow. So we have so, to watch it yeah. the next day. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, we wake up really early now. Um, but Lita Rose wanted us to talk about what? Um, we can talk about this briefly because now... Cause I- <laughs> I don't want to make this a super long episode. Um, we'll touch re- on it lightly. Lightly. Very light. Um, so remember on episode three, back on episode three, because tonight will be episode five. But back on episode three. Oh, this three, is episode five? We said tonight. episode four. No, no, no. Insecure. Oh. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll, I, I promise you, you we haven't been drinking. Our episode, no, you guys. Okay. I promise you. No, I've been drinking. Insecure. I've been drinking. That's all I remember the song. I love you, Beyonce. I love you, Beyonce. Um, Happy belated birthday. <laughs> oh my god. We just goofy. This is what happens when we don't drink. We are like extra goofy. Um, oh my god. But no, on episode three of Insecure, um, we kind of saw we get to see this whole season, like up until like now, we get to see like Daniel's side and his storyline a little bit, and you got you get to see of. Uh, him and Issa. Now, Issa, when she, okay, when she, like, um, reunited with him on last season, she was in a relationship. And so she cheated, which was wrong. But now she's a free woman. And, like, now she's sleeping on his couch. And, like, they could really be together right now. Like, they could be in a full relationship. They can have it. They could, this is their time, you know? But they're not together. And, you know, you get to see, like, how, like, oh, are they still holding on onto, like, they're like what their relationship could be from when they were in high school, right? Because that's where they met. Well, that's where they met, or they or they present time because they're not even together. And I think you know, 
in general, like we do that with friends, with the old, with an ex, with the old relationship, with even a new relationship. Or when you met somebody ten years ago and you get in a relationship with them, you kind of do you hold on to that oh ten years ago person, like how they was ten years ago, or do you see them fully for where they at? Because we change, you know. Do you see them now? So like for example, like okay, say if you know. You had a friend, you were not friends with them for a long time. And you're now friends with them now. At, Are you rekindling? You rekindle your you're friends with them now. Do you see them from when you were friends with them in high school or college or, you know, 25? Or do you see them for the friend that they are now? Like, do we hold on to, like, this old, like, perception of people? Because, like, why the dynamic not working now? They still like he like they even know each other. Does he know Issa as now, or more of like okay how things could be because when we were in high school, like how I saw you, blah blah blah. blah. Like, do you ever experience that with anyone? Like, do you host one from from when the last time you met them or known them or at a certain point? Yeah, in I think their life? I think like everyone holds a memory of someone from like whether maybe it's like a happy memory you have mm-hmm. with that person or like a good moment you shared you might hold that um, memory of them and use that as your like marker point or your indicator for like who they are I think that specifically happens like with parents mm-hmm. you know like yeah. they see you <laughs> like even if you're like 33 years old they see you as like a 12 year old you know right. that still needs their help and right. I think that's just how how we operate in general but i also think that is up to the person like when we're talking about limiting ourselves Mm -hmm. um you know and just in terms of claims that we associate uh, terms that we associate with claims that we terms that we claim Mm -hmm. you know it's like we allow people to perceive us the way that we present to them, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So whatever story we decide to show people right. about us, whatever story that we decide to tell people about us, mm-hmm. is sort of the story that they accept about us. Mm-hmm. Right? So until we change the story, mm-hmm. I don't think the person can really totally fully embrace the new person that we are i do agree with that you know? and also like like say if it was on us like why do you think that as people like that we explore someone with old lens like why do we still see them with these old visions like why like why we don't because move like, forward and like i feel like it's a comfort zone mm-hmm. you know it's like you understand people in your own perspective mm. and you can only understand somebody at the stance that you are personally at mm-hmm. at the level that you are personally at in your life mm-hmm. for example if you've been friends with somebody for like let's say since you were five years old mm-hmm. and now you're in your 30s and you know let's say you both have had two separate life paths but you're still friends mm-hmm. You and that other person may be, like, in totally different situations in your life in terms of your interests, in terms of your goals. 
and you know still trying to have like a friendship but it might not be working because you're still trying to relate to them on the level of how you used to be friends when you're trying to evolve and you're Mm -hmm. in a totally different place right now Mm -hmm. but I think that we hold on to our comfort zone and what's comfortable Mm -hmm. for us Mm -hmm. so that we don't have to go outside of that Mm -hmm. so we don't have to let go of old friendships Mm -hmm. or old relationships that no longer serve Mm -hmm. us and you know no longer are sort of aligned with the path that we're on right and that's why Mm -hmm. i think we hold on to old energies i'm preaching because it's like hear me because it's like (laughs) (laughs) it's like some people i feel like some people might know that it won't work oh well we both changed but you don't really want to let that mm-hmm. go because then you're letting it go you're letting that person go exactly and, mm-hmm. and that's part of your security blanket mm-hmm. we have like you know like when you're a kid you have like toys and yeah. you may have like your favorite doll or your favorite teddy bear or your favorite yeah, more beers than dolls okay yeah yes. a Scooby um, a Scooby Doo dog I used to be oh my god okay sorry side note I used to really love Scooby Doo. I was a fan. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm mentioning this now. You know what? Go ahead. Sorry, Jimmy Mars. I almost lost my train of thought. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So you. (laughs) She felt like she had to share, so I let her have her moment. You know what I'm saying? So you have like your favorite toys that Mm -hmm. you keep by your side, and you know, it makes you feel secure. Mm -hmm. So even if maybe you start to outgrow those toys and we all know people like this you may go to their room and they're like a teenager but they still have like you know yeah. their comfort things like their favorite teddy bear yeah. and there's no shade to you if that's you that i'm just me. i'm just saying um but it's like it's part of our comfort zone and sometimes our friends become part of our comfort zone mm-hmm. our clothes that's still in our closet <laughs> that we have not let go of yeah. because so-and-so gave this to me 10 years ago, yeah. five years ago, yeah. two months ago, three months ago before we broke up. Mm-hmm. You're still holding on to mm-hmm. that. All of that is energy that is limiting you from getting to the next level in your life. And it's like we feel this and we know this, mm-hmm. but we are scared so we don't let go of this because we don't know what's on the other side of yep. letting go. If yep. you let go... I don't even know if I'll have any friends Preach. if I let go of this last friend. Mm, the truth. Wow. I don't want to be alone, so I'm going to hold on to this. <laughs> Get into this. This is good stuff. Get you know, I don't know, I don't know what it's like to be alone yeah. or friendless or single. Friend single. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you lost it. That part. She, I'm sorry, guys. She lost me. I don't know. You know what I mean? But like, if you were single, but it was because you don't have friends kind of single. Oh. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Now. Okay. That was a stretch. But you know what I mean? Like, if you're used to having this comfort zone of friendships and you let that go, mm-hmm. then what? Then what? Then who are you? Especially if you associate all your activities, your lifestyle around your friends mm-hmm. and your relationships but you don't really know yourself enough. If you let go of those friendships, it's scary because then you have to deal with yourself. And you don't know who you are. And then you don't know who you are. Yourself. And a lot of people don't want to face that. And they don't want to do the work. And it's work. So we just hold it. on to old energy yeah. and we carry it around like baggage. And then, you know, we don't get to fortune, unfortunately evolve the way that we know we can to our fullest potential. So that's just why... Cut the cord. <laughs> 
Drop the bags. Release yourself. <laughs> that's why I think people... Long, long answer, but I think that's why people perceive you in an older... Um, you know, like, as in, in your past self, instead of see one. you as who you are today. Mm. Mm. Because it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Because why? That means why? in order for you to see somebody as evolved, mm-hmm. your perception mm. has to be able to evolve. And in order for your perception to evolve, you have to evolve. Mm. So if you are not there yet, how can you see them as evolved? Because mm. you're still living back there. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Okay. I almost forgot this mic was here. Because <laughs> this yeah. is how we talk anyway. I almost forgot this mic was but right that, here. But that's, that's, that's what I think. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, like, we've all been guilty of doing that. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, and um, that's why it's called your comfort zone. You know, check out my um, Instagram. I talk all about... Your subconscious mind and how your subconscious mind is your powerhouse and is also something that can really hold you back if you haven't really learned how to harness and train it the way that you want for positivity. Listen, guys, follow her Instagram because like she's a creative influencer. She be speaking the truth. You know, she's like a little pastor at times. Like, you know, she'd be talking. She'd be going in. It'd be some good information. So Thanks, if you're babe. one who needs motivation, you know, I don't talk about, like, we talk about this stuff. But on my page, I don't talk about this kind of stuff. She does. So please follow her Instagram. She does all these amazing videos, you know, have these quotes. It's really good. Like, please. Oh, thank so. you. And, you know... Lita Rose inspires me every day because she talks about body positivity, you know, sexuality and in meeting her and us being in a relationship. It's really helped me to unleash the demons. You know what I'm saying? Like the things that have held me back sexually, sensually, you know, even realize that. I'm not super comfortable with my body. And what does that mean? And where does that come from? So if you need some inspiration, you know, if you're interested in learning more about tapping into your own sexual energy, check her page out on Instagram. Okay. And again, like check out her website. Check out my website. JuniMars.com. And mine is LitaRose.com. Okay. So... This has been an episode, epic episode. We, we talked made about it. a lot of stuff. You know, we're so happy you were here to hang in there with us, yes. get through all of our foolery. Yes, foolishness for today. Okay. We're just foolish at times, but we got some good messages. We, we did. We, we, we held it together. But yeah. um, we really love and appreciate all the feedback that we've been getting from listeners. Yes. You know, whether you DM us and talk about what you like about mm-hmm. the show so far, whether you write a comment on on iTunes, Instagram, Anchor, yes, wherever this episode is available, mm-hmm. we appreciate you. We see you. We hear you. If there's topics that you want us to talk about, send us a message. Let us know. Yes. We love you guys. We love you guys. Much love. Peace. Peace out. See you next episode. Bye. Bye.